Hey, it's EDB, that's Eric Deshaun Barrett, and some of us have had the opportunity to go to college. And if you think back to uh, this time in your college career, somewhere around here, uh, if you were a freshman, or when you were a freshman, you were in the uh, administration office, you were sitting down in front of an academic advisor, you were planning out your schedule, you know, because it's, it's what, the middle of August right now? No, excuse me, it's the middle of July, uh, if you're listening to this when it's released. So, uh, you know, colleges, classes about to start in about, what, 30 days or something? And you're planning out your scheduling. You're trying to figure out what courses you're going to take and how you're going to set up your academic calendar and all that good stuff. You know, one class, at least for me, that never came up, one class I never thought about, anything dealing with digging in the dirt. I didn't even know that there was a professor for that. The fun thing is we are having a conversation with one. Actually, yesterday we had a conversation with a professor of agriculture. And today, we're going to listen to uh, what a particular college class would look like under this professor. Professor Clifton Slade, part two. He had some people come and, you know, try to learn about gardening and farming and so forth and so on. And after it was all over, he they sat down and it's like we were in class. Professor Slade is your instructor. Yeah, yeah. How about we get to it, to it? Yeah. Shorty loves it, yeah. Loves that I'm a dog. They don't want it, yeah. They scared of what I know. Told you the budget, yeah. I gotta get my own. Shout out my bros, this right here deserves a toast. Yeah. Everybody good? Y'all a little cramped up there. Do we need another chair? You good? Okay. How about you, uh, Renee? I ain't want you. Okay. All right. You want this right here? No, look, it's cold in front of that thing. That's why I said I had to move. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we got all the young ladies in. Okay. We just got one more introduction to make, and then I'd like you to give your names and your age. We'll start out with Miss Renee. I'll let you. All I know is Renee, but yeah. <laughs> I'm Renee Foster, so um, actually I live over in Hatton Rose area in Fort Smith, and actually I have a full-time job. I have two daughters, uh, three granddaughters, um, Navy veteran, and also operate an urban farm over in Newport News. Okay, now who, wh wh where is it, the young lady that brought everybody over? Let's start with you. Right. Okay. I'm gonna pause it right now because we talking about them. Okay. After the first deal in the military, we call it an after-action review. But what I want to do is to find out from you collectively, unless one of you want to singly come out with it and tell me what you liked about what you just experienced. So I've always liked outdoors and like working with plants. Uh huh. So. That's cool, but you, so you, uh, you liked it. Anybody else? Yeah, I probably work here. Um, I like it because it definitely took me out of my comfort zone. 
Oh yeah, it'll take you out your comfort zone then. Yeah, okay. What did you plant? Oh, when you go back, when you go, <laughs> when you go back, when you go back and you talk to whoever is, you know, where you all are staying, and they say, what did you do today? You go say, well, we planted something. I want you to be able to know what it is. What did you plant? Yeah, sweet potatoes, basically. You can just say you you helped set out sweet potatoes. And we got several varieties, you know. It's over 500 varieties of sweet potatoes. We only grow about 10 here, you know. We got purple and white. And the two varieties that I'm most fond of are the varieties that my father raised, which was Virginia Baker and White Hamer. And I think you did some of both of them. Anyone else want to share a good experience? Because I know we got plenty bad, and I want to hear them, you know. Because you all are not from here. You ain't used to being raised like this. So it's a whole lot of bad that, you know, I want you to tell me about. Any other good? It was pretty easy. It was pretty easy? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, like, like I told you earlier, what you did today, we need to mark this down. And on the 90th day, as close to 90 days as we can get, we need to come back. And I want you to see the fruits of your labor. I want you to actually go out there, you know, with a whole fork or a shovel and dig up a plant or two so you can see the sweet potatoes that's up under there. And then you have a better feeling for the work that was done for that sweet potato to make it on the, the shelf in the grocery store. Somebody had to do a whole lot of work to get it there so that this nation could eat. Okay? So now, let's just start to the, you got the good, bad, and the ugly. We got the good out of the way. What is it that you didn't like? And be honest, I, you know, I've got broad shoulders, and you're not going to hurt my feelings. So somebody speak up. The bugs were out to get me. The what? <laughs> the bugs were out to get me. Okay, there you go, the bugs. Okay, yeah, you did. Yeah, so we just had to do that every day and all day. We had, uh, you know, basically... <laughs> And this is the honest truth. When we were growing up, we didn't have all this insect recovery. But the sooner you got out there and sweated, and the funkier you got, nobody bothered you. Yeah, so. So what else? What else was bad? Hot. That sun, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? Slave farm bias. Huh? <laughs> Slave farm bias. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> what, what, what's bad? What was it? What was it bad by? Because the slave farm. Slave. Oh, slave. Oh, oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, those things happen. Yeah. Uh, uh, matter of fact, we have uh, uh, one of our volunteers. His name is Thelonious Cook. He sells a drink called Switchel or something like that, and it's made from uh, vinegar. Lord, I'm at a loss for what is that spice in there? Ginger. Uh, ginger. Yeah, vinegar, ginger, and something else. And honey, and they they would give it to the slaves mid morning to give them more energy. So they work strong until lunchtime. And then you come in like this at lunchtime, but it wasn't this comfortable, nowhere near. You ate lunch, and you went back to the field, and at about 3 o'clock, you get another swig of it, and that will get you to the end of the day. 
And back in that day, it wasn't 5 o'clock. It was more like 6.37. Sometimes you worked almost dark. You know, but you don't have to do that now. We got, yeah, so, it, you know, that's, that's good that you see that. And nobody wants to live like that, you know, including us. I, you know, I did a lot. You know, I, I wasn't a slave because I was born on this farm with my mother and father. And that's what we had to do. And we didn't know that we were treated bad or anything because we didn't live in the city. And we didn't know how good my cousins had it over in Newport News and Hampton because they just laid around in the fan the whole summer. But we worked the whole summer. And we worked the whole summer, six days a week. And the people that worked for my daddy, anybody care to guess what he, what he paid on my day? This was, no, he paid $5 a day. And just imagine. Now, how, how long did you all work out there? Two hours? Three hours? Okay. Would you want to do that all day long for $5? No. Me neither. But I had no choice. You know, I, I did because, you know, I had great parents. I always had three square meals to eat. And, you know, I had nice things, you know, nice clothes to wear and stuff like that. And uh, But we we never did really go anywhere that much. Went to church. You know, and then one, one weekend during the summer, we called it the Sunday school picnic, we would actually go to a place like Buckrow Beach, where they call it Bay Shore. That was when things were integrated. Buckrow Beach was for white, and the Bay Shore was for black. And they had Ocean View and Seaview Beach, the same thing. But we went there. And other than that, you know, we worked. You know, and that's, that's all we did on Sunday afternoons. We basically played uh, softball. We called it straight base. We didn't have enough players to do all three bases. So we had one base that was straight past the pitcher. And everybody else just played shortstop, infield, whatever. And we would choose sides and, and have a great time. And that was the end of our Sunday afternoon. And if we behaved, we got to watch Bonanza. Yeah, oh, Bonanza? It was a Western that came on at 9 o'clock at night. So, what else was bad? Okay, show of hands. Who wants to come back? One. How many did I see? Two, three, four. Okay, well, that's good. And the ones that don't want to come back, I'm not mad at you, you know, not at all. But I'll just say this. I want you to begin to think seriously about what you're going to do, how you're going to make a living with the rest of your life. If you don't want to be a farmer, I certainly don't want you to be one, you know, because it is. It's hard work. And I don't think I could do it as good as I do, but except I grew up in it. You know, ever since I was four years old, we were getting up eggs cutting grass and by the time I got to be eight years old I was milking a cow and milk a cow twice a day in the morning and in the evening I milked that cow in the morning and went to school when I came back from school I got my pail and went down and milked the cow again that's what we drank that's what we put on our cereal and from that we made butter and the butter my mom sold eggs she sold and she made her cakes and all that kind of stuff with it we didn't have stores like you have it now 
and back when I was in, in the uh, late 60s, early 70s, on Sundays there was no stores open. Think about that. Right now, if you lived in that world, there's no McDonald's, no Hardy's, no service station, no movie theaters, no nothing. Back when I grew up, Sundays was only, the only person, people that could work was emergency people. Hospital, police, and fire. Other than that, your store had to be closed. And then, I don't know, we got into, I think the late 70s, early 80s, they lifted what they called the blue law. So then everybody could work. I mean, you could run your store like you wanted. But I will say this. I want to say thank you for coming. Thank you for the work that you did. And I hope you learned something. And you're certainly welcome to come back. I'm going to quote my dad. Uh, come back to see us. The farm gate hangs on welcome hinges. So anytime you buy here, stop by to see me, whether you're with this with the program or not. I'd love to have you. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to see how you doing. How you making out. You know, I here, here's how I look at things. I think that one of you all in this room is going to help me sell some produce. Somewhere down the line, you're going to get a job uh, representing some hotel or motel or school system and say, you know, I know Mr. Slater. He raised sweet potatoes. Let me see if he's got something for sale. So it's a lot of good things could happen from just this one first meeting. But I don't want it to be you know, just be one and done. But for those of you all that want to come back, I really want you to come back. And the ones that don't want to come back, you're welcome to come back if you change your mind. Okay? Anybody have any questions of me before I turn you loose and y'all can sit in here and eat your lunch and and uh, we can just go from there. Question? Huh? I didn't hear. Did she grow anything else? Yes. We grow. Speak of the devil here. Catch that. That right there is an elephant garland. Yeah. Is that garlic? Yeah, elephant garlic. Um, I'm going to give you a bit of trivia. I do. I grow elephant garlic and sweet potatoes. They are the two crops that pay, makes me the most money. But we do grow some other things like collard greens. Uh, we grow tomatoes, but not a lot. Uh, and we grow seed. And it's more money growing seed than it is in vegetables. So those sweet potatoes that you all set out for me today, you all are helping me preserve a very rare variety of sweet potatoes that you can't buy anymore from the store. So I make my money selling old and heirloom varieties of sweet potatoes. Like that Virginia bake I was telling you about. Uh, now we're trying to do sweet potato leaves, trying to sell some of those and things like that. But uh, the other thing is if you see my business card, and you haven't yet, but my email address is cliff43560 at gmail.com. Anybody care to guess what the 43560 that number stands for? Your age. No. Well, it's 43,560, so. Okay, that's that's a good, 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 good uh, guess. That's the number of square feet that there are in an acre. So what we try to do here at Slade Farms is pick crops that can gross us a dollar a square foot. 
So the crop that you were doing right then could do that for us. So that's $43,560 worth of sweet potato plants that could come from that acre. That's what you helped me to do. If it doesn't do that or have the potential to do that, we don't grow much of it on this farm. Now we do try to have a garden, you know, and, and eat tomatoes and things like that. But what I grow for sale is the elephant garlic, sweet potatoes, and seed for organics. I'm an organic farmer, so that's for, you know, organic seed like sweet corn, sweet corn, regular corn, okra, all those types of things that we grow and sell the seed back. We sell it to a company called Southern Exposure Seed Exchange. They're out of Louisa County, Virginia, but we do a lot of business together. So, but it feels a whole lot better in here than out there, right? Yeah. That it does. Look, when my cousin and I were growing up, and we, we didn't have air conditioning anyway, but those houses back in the day, if you left the windows open and the front and back door open with the screen doors, it seemed like it was a natural draft and it was always cool. Maybe not this comfortable, but it was cool enough to enjoy lunch. And my cousin and I would look at each other and like, Lord have mercy. I sure wish it would rain. I wish it would do something. I do not want to go back to this field this evening. And sometimes we'd be sitting there eating and you hear the thunder. We'd start smiling. And if we get some rain, we'd say, Lord, we had the rest of the day off. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, I can't get this thing. Something came up on my screen. This is three apps closed automatically. Okay, thank you. Yeah, now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm opening it. Yeah. Oh, he didn't hung up. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, he'll he'll call me right back. That's one of the guys that helped me on the phone. So, uh, so that just to teach you a little bit of math, I grossed forty three thousand dollars on that acre. But it cost me twenty thousand dollars to grow it. So what's the difference? If you subtract twenty from forty-three, what do you get? Math lesson. What? That's right. No, is it? Yeah, that's right. See, so that's the profit. Okay, so now that's not bad. There's not many farmers out here that say they can grow, you know, profit. Twenty-three to $25,000 an acre. But that's what I've learned to do, and that's how we fixed it to do it. And that's just, just how it goes. But uh, So who we got that want to come back is four. And the other three of you, if you change your mind, you're certainly welcome. If you don't change your mind, I understand. Okay. Anything else any of you all want to say? before we break up and let y'all just enjoy your lunch and have a good old time? Everybody good? All right, well, look, y'all have a good time. Enjoy your lunch and uh, get home safe and look forward to the next time we'll be doing something together. Okay? I have uh, a quick question. So sure, yeah. Out of the two that do not want to come back, what would you do different that would make you want to come back? What could be done differently? <laughs> I'm asking you. <them. laughs> to have a conversation. <laughs> uh, nothing for real. Nothing for real. Like, would you prefer to do something differently? Whether it was more so 
not necessarily out in the heat, would you prefer to pack something? Would you prefer to fix, do something while you're indoors or slightly covered? Yeah. Something like that versus out in the heat. And if we had to be in the, in the, in the soil, as they call it, what would make that fun for you? Nothing. Nothing, so you just hate the soil. Yeah, just get my shoes. Oh, yeah. If we had different shoes, would that help? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't know about all that. No. What, what I'm trying to get out is like how, even though you didn't enjoy it, the, the exposure is great. Um, I have two daughters. Um, they're older now, <laughs> way older, um, 30 and 36, 37. But the way I raised them as a single mother and the way I raised them was exposing them to things. They might not, not necessarily like them, but I exposed them to different things just so they can get a look and feel for how things were from outside of their comfort zone. So I commend you for getting outside of your comfort zone and coming out anyway. Uh, because that may you may not like farming, but there may be some aspect of it that you can learn later on that you may like. You might like the book side of things, you know. Mm -hmm. You might like the accounting part of it, or you might like to be in the textile industry or the fashion industry. All that has to do with farming. Uh, so, if there were no farms, we would have no food, and we could probably wouldn't have no clothes and not much else. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. What mm -hmm. about you? What would you do there? All right, and look, can't nobody be mad at you about what you like and don't like. That's your thing, you know. So that you know, there is no wrong answer in this business, you know, because you if you're only gonna do it good if it's something you want to do, you know. If you were trying, I do good at this is because I like it, and I, let me just share this with you. And Renee and them already know. When I graduated high school, I meant I wasn't gonna farm. Many told my dad they weren't going to farm no more. <clears throat> Finished college and I worked 10 years and I didn't do a thing on this farm. That's how much I disliked it. <clears throat> and then for some reason, I can't tell you how, I graduated college in 1975 and 1985. A force pulled me back. I just call it a magnet. You call it whatever you want. And then I started wanting to do stuff on the farm. And I asked my daddy if I could get a portion of that field to grow sweet potatoes. And he felt my forward and he said, you all right? Because I remember a young man sassing me and told me he was going to never farm. And if he farmed, he wouldn't raise any sweet potatoes. <laughs> I can't give you the real answer, but here I am, you know. And I, for 10 years, I worked for Virginia Tech <clears throat> with a major in agriculture. And I gave other farmers advice. And I did that for 28 years. And then I worked for Virginia State for 10 years. And then I came back here and started playing with my own toys and loved every day of it. You know, we got to learn how to do it. And there are a lot of times like the, the, the full-time workers that are around to do piecework or handwork like this, you normally start out in the field 5, 30, 6 o'clock in the morning. You work till 11 and your day is done because it's just so hot out there. And then some people, like when my mom was living, she made us go back in the field at 4.30 because the sun was dropping. And we worked from 4.30 till about 7. And somewhere in that period of time, I had to get up the eggs and milk that cow, do all the other things that it took to run a farm back in that day. Because I can't say we were poor, 
or nothing like that. We just had everything that we needed, everything that was not an issue, and probably half of the stuff we wanted. But any other questions or comments? I thank you for coming. Enjoy your lunch and be safe on the way back, okay? I'm on my way out. Yeah. Might hit the club and I might stay out. Yeah. Little chicken on my brand of steak out. Yeah. Fresh for the mark, got him checking me out. Yeah.